Hi, Marvelites. I'm Ryan, a.k.a. Agent M, host of This Week in Marvel. And I'm Lorraine Sink from Earth's Mightiest Show. And uh, as you know, the world mourns the loss of Stan Lee this week. You guys can read tons of stuff about his career, his work, but Lorraine and I have been at Marvel a long time, and we figured we'd just talk about some personal remembrances about Stan. Because we both interviewed him a bunch of times. Yeah, um, I think we've both been super lucky to have that experience. But um, when I first found out I was going to interview Stan, it was a sort of last minute thing. They just happened to be able to fit in time with us at New York Comic Con. And Ryan was like, you good? You got this? And I was like starting to tear up. And he's like, you're not going to cry during the interview, right? And I was like, no, I'm just very excited. I'm going to be cool when he gets here. And I ended up being cool when he got there. Um, and he was so lovely and so fun. And he's just so funny and charming whenever you talk to him. And it's just constant, like when the camera is rolling or not, he's just as charming and fun. Yeah, I remember one of the interviews, I've, done, I've interviewed him a bunch of times, one of them was in 2014 for our 75th anniversary. And he was by the office and he was visiting and stuff. And so we did an interview in our Hulk room here. Oh, yeah. Like we have a conference room that is the Hulk room. It's really cool. And we're in there and uh, we, we talk about the 7th anniversary, some other stuff. We actually have the interview on, on YouTube. You guys can check it out. But we, we finished the interview. It's five, ten minutes. It wasn't very long. Camera stopped rolling. Everybody starts breaking down. He's like, boy, that was good. You're a great interviewer. Something like it was along those lines. And that was it. I was like... That made my year. I remember that so much. And, like, I know he's been interviewed probably 100,000 times, right? Like, oh, over, yeah. you know, like, 75 years in the business. And every day at it. Every day. And he probably told this to most, if not all, the people we interviewed. But it meant so much. Like, to hear Stanley say, that was a great interview. That was a good job. Basically saying, you're a good boy. I love you. You're the best. That was the way I perceive it. It's always in my head. No, I've had a very similar experience where he, when I've talked to him, he'll be like, thank you for interviewing me. You did a good job or that was so great. And there's something about it that does just feel like you've been blessed a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I do remember that, that first time I interviewed him. Also at the end of the interview, we usually, you know, off stage, off camera, we get a kind of a, like last question, wrap it up from the producer. And I was just like, my last question is, can I hug you? Which I don't think is necessarily like an appropriate question, but I like didn't know if I would ever get to interview him again. Sure. And he had been such a part of my life. You know, I think you feel such intimacy and such closeness to people where you read their words every week. And, you know, that was the thing that was so magical about all of the divorce of all of the amazing characters he created and his amazing writing contribution was the man that he was in those back pages talking about the bullpen and making you feel like you worked there and that you knew those people and they were your friends and they checked in with you every week and they cared about you and it was a conversation. So I did feel like, I was like, we've been having this one-sided conversation my whole life yeah. and now you're talking back to me and you can hear me when I talk back <laughs> to you. Yeah, it's not just me like, oh, Stan, that was great. Close the issue, you know, get a sandwich. <laughs> when, when he came by the office in 2014, when we have this video, which is, it was really so special. He's walking around, he's making jokes. Uh, we have photos, this great photo of him holding Mjolnir. 
And, you know, this is f almost five years ago, so he's still in his 90s, but he is so sharp, so cool and funny. He's making jokes. He's talking about, oh well, God. this office is so great. What we had back in my day, all this other stuff. Uh, he's joking with Nick Lowe, who, when I shared this with Nick, he was saying how that was the day he took over Spider-Man. And he had the man who created Spider-Man walk into his office and, like, just chit-chat with him. Like, the, what that means to someone is incredible. And, like, Bill Roseman is showing him, like, here, Stan, this is you created it as a Lego figure. And uh, in the video, the best line is, like, so we had an artist draw you as Lego. And Stan's like, oh, that's good. I, I'm glad it wasn't, uh, like, a bricklayer or a plumber <laughs> or something. like. He's, just, he's like... Instantly making jokes. So good. Oh, God. I, too, there's something about him that is so honest. I remember asking him towards the end of another Comic-Con interview, what's, like, one thing that you would do different or do more of? Because I can't imagine a thing he would do different in his life because he's done so many amazing things. And he looked me so square in the eye, and he kind of, I can't remember if we were still rolling at this point, because he just turned to me, made such direct eye contact with me, and he's like, I wish I would have written more women. And I just, I'm <laughs> it was just such a... Like, it felt so special for me. Yeah. Like, he was saying it for me, but also that he really meant it. And it was just a, a moment, like, I really treasure. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, ooh, I hope that was an okay question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad that I yeah. did, you uh, know? So I was looking, when I, I was going down this YouTube rabbit hole, because I was looking for, we were at San Diego Comic-Con. It was 2012 or 2013. You and I were trying to figure this out. I couldn't yeah. find it before. Oh, yeah. And we do this interview with Stan. And it was great. Good interview. He's always wonderful. He's always easy. I think he was in the middle of us and he was happy. Oh, yeah. Whatever. And it, it's done. And he's like, is that it? Great. And he jumps off our stage. And it's not a stage, but it's... It's, it's like two, a two, two, yeah. three foot step up. So this is still, he's in his nine, right he's about, about 90. 92, yeah, 93 in there? Or like somewhere in his like early 90s, whatever. Yeah. He's an older gentleman and he gingerly hops off a stage and just... Goes off on his way, and I remember you and I slow mo, like <laughs> no, and it, he was perfectly fine. You know, there's an, a picture that exists somewhere because our cameraman Jason Chung at the time was standing there holding a monopod, which is like a singular tripod, hence monopod. Um, but he was standing there, and Stan kind of like touched the monopod as he was jumping down, and you have this picture of Jason one where he's looking out, and then one where Stan grabs it and he's going. <laughs> like, just completely shocked oh, as he jumps down like it's nothing. Um, oh, so good. It's so good. The The first time I met Stan, it was Comic-Con 2008. So, like, think about that in time and where we are now. Ten years ago, in the back of the Marvel booth, and he's just sitting, like, yeah, I think he's about to go on stage and do a signing, and he's sitting there, and he's, like, kind of holding court. He's like... People coming in, like giving him myrrh and incense and, and frank frankincense. <laughs> he is a wise man. Yeah, so. they're giving him gifts, and it's this one like they're talking to him. He's like, oh, and I'm just like me and uh, former editor of Marvel.com, Mark Strom. We're just like, excuse me, sir, uh, may we have a photo picture with you? And he's like, oh, come on. And he's great. And he like, he's asking me what I do. He's asking me, you know, like about me in the 30 seconds, and it's like, but. You don't have to be so nice. And he was. He was so nice and so generous. And like I remember 
the smile I had and my face shaking because <laughs> I was so happy and nervous. Like just that first time meeting him, that was, yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, you know, one of the great things is we, he comes to all the red carpets for the Marvel Studios films. And um, on the red carpet for Infinity War, I continue to be on Reddit for this. I did nothing but show up. But I asked Dan towards the end of our interview, just, is there anything you want to say to the fans? And he <laughs> infamously now said, I appreciate that everyone comes to see my cameos and then they stick around to watch the rest of the movie. Um, because he is just the funniest, most off the cuff. And he said it like it was nothing, you know, just effortless. Yeah. And then he got on his jazzy scooter and just got out just of there. Just got out of there. Yeah. Yeah. One of the years at Comic-Con, we had the um, Odin's throne from the mm -hmm. first Thor film. Like we brought the whole throne. That was our booth. And it was amazing, and everybody had pictures up there. Everyone. And I, we don't have any actual pro photos. Like, Judy Stevens, who hosted Women of Marvel, was our main photographer at, at that point. She was out shooting some cosplayer. And we had a backup photographer who, for some reason, he's like six and a half feet tall. He's wide, wider than me. Ryan, I'm talking to you, Ryan Russell. And he didn't get close to the action, so I have photos from behind, like, 40 people. But I am somehow right next to the to the thing. So I have these photos of Stan sitting on the throne, just like looking regal, majestic. There's one of him getting up and like, whoa, it's great. Like he just, he lit up a room and then I have another photo of him walking down and signing books for people in wheelchairs. And you can't, see, all you see is Stan signing and talking to like these people. Well, and that's what I was gonna say is I love going to his signings just to see him talk to people. Because there's something magical about the way that he knows he's important to other people and that his words have power and that what he says to these people is going to be something that they take into their life with them. And he does such a beautiful job of making everyone feel so seen and so cared for. And I think that is so evident in his work and what makes him so amazing is he's so willing to tell these different stories of people maybe different than him in this really heartfelt way. And it makes everybody feel so included. Yeah, Ironheart writer Eve Ewing, she tweeted out a picture of one of Stan's soapboxes from back in the day, which ties into right now about how Marvel was getting letters that comics should be escapist and you know, blah, 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 like all the escapist media. And, and he's like, but if the comics aren't saying something, there's no soul there. And so he wanted his stories to mean something, to say something to people which I think is so important and resonates. And you think of a Marvel character, like they're not perfect. The Marvel villains, we always talk about, you know, like the villains and the heroes, they're so layered. And that was not the way it was when he started. No, well, and I love that story that he tells about his beloved wife, Joni, when he was wrestling with how to write the Fantastic Four and it was this sort of like big escapist sort of stories that people were telling and he was like, I wanna tell a family drama. <laughs> I wanna, I want people to have real emotional stakes and I don't want it to just be titans. I want it to have heart. And Joni just being like, well, write the story that you wanna write and what happens happens. Yeah. And because of that, the Marvel universe exists. And I just love that about him yeah. and, and also them. Like his oh stories about Joni are him so jo beautiful. Oh, yeah. We were a couple months ago, you and I we were talking about 
board games or something. And so I went home and I was going through like my spinner rack of, of late 80s, early 90s comics that I have on display. And I was looking through them just to look at the old ads. But I flipped through and there were a couple of old stand soapboxes. And my favorite one was just like, some random month in like 91 or two, or it's just like, now we're going to Hollywood. There's this whole thing about how they were going to make all these movies. And he was just like wheeling and dealing. And it was just like you were saying before, like this insight into something. And you're like, cool, my friend is going to make movies. This is so neat. You know, it was just, ah, it's the best. Well, just thinking about the sort of canon he created not just in comics, but in fiction, is mind-blowing. Like, a lot of the concepts that are now sort of like, how does time travel work in nerd world? Like, a lot of that is based on Stan's work and, like, setting up sort of the, like, butterfly effects and things like that. Like, none of that existed before Stan. And just the imprint he's left on science fiction is crazy. And I mean, and that all echoes into film and TV and obviously other comics, but just the whole world, it's different yeah. because of Stan, you know? Yeah. I was telling this to someone recently, when we were kids, the Marvel comics of like the early 90s, late 80s would have sort of like a three sentence biography of a character at the first page, tell you exactly who they were, what their powers were, and it would be like, you know, Peter Parker was a normal teenager, blah, 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 blah. And then it would say, Stanley presents Ellipses, The Amazing Spider-Man, or whatever it was. But every month you would see Stanley presents, Stanley presents, Stanley presents. And that that was a, a very early thing where I was like, oh, Stan is, he's ushering us into this wonderful world. And I had a friend when, you know, we were so young, we would make up our own stories and we would make our own Stanley Presents. So like we would go to our local pool and like there was this one dude who had a lot of back hair and like he was one of the characters that we created like out of and we had a name for him and we like wrote. Stanley Presents this guy from the pool with back hair. 100%. Like there was a woman with nails, like all this stuff. But we had written these down. These were the story. We were building stories based on what we knew Stan, his thoughts. Like that was what we were conveying. And so he's always been in my head. I mean, it's still just so mind-blowing to me that comics kind of went from this, like, entertainment medium of just you get a nickel and you, you buy a, some pictures. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you think about the X-Men and sort of the allegory for civil rights and the just the immense sort of mental like the width of everything that you can encompass in that from not just like the emotional experience to sort of like the relevance of it in society and just how rich it is, whether it's kids like at a pool <laughs> yeah. or um, an allegory for the civil rights movement. Yeah, I mean, even if you start thinking about like the 60s, right? What they, just those stories, rat-a-tat, like all those things I mean, going on. Between 61 and 65, the amount of characters that he co-created yeah. is insane. Yeah, it's wild. It's 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 a oh. don't cry. I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. Yeah, we we can't really cover. We wouldn't even try to cover his entire career. It's and, been very long. Yeah, and I think we would just get more rambly. But um, we'd love for you guys to let us know your favorite Stanley stories or memories or. You know, even as I was posting pictures and stuff on Twitter, it was like this one reporter was like, I remember the first time I met him and I, I don't have any photos of it and, you know, or this thing. And like just those, what are your remembrances? Let us know. 
on uh, Facebook and Twitter and all the places we do whatever we do. I don't know. And if you have a favorite Stan's soapbox, please share it because they're so excellent and I feel like everyone should be reading them. Heck, yeah. Thanks for um, listening to us talk about Stan Lee. He was the man. I'm Ryan. I'm Lorraine. And this is Marvel. Your Universe.